Hey there, and welcome to the His Beloved Catholic Podcast. I'm Megan Copeland. And I'm Kendra Bartlett, and we are two best friends that we live right across the street from each other. And between us, we have 10 kids, a ton of redheads. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> we run a ministry in Austin, Texas called His Beloved, and our mission is to invite women, children, teenagers into an encounter with Jesus and to bring revival in the Catholic Church. And we are just so excited you are here. Come join us. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the His Beloved Podcast. I'm Megan. And I'm Kendra. And we are... I don't know why I'm saying my name. Sorry. I don't know, but I like it. (laughs) We are just like floating on cloud nine. This weekend, we had our draw near retreat at um, St. Patrick's Catholic Church in Hutto. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was shockingly beautiful. Like I can't even... I knew it was going to be powerful. Mm -hmm. I knew that the Holy Spirit had major things in store. It was unlike anything I've ever seen, though. Yeah. And it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we just wanted to spend today on the podcast just like unpacking what the Lord did, especially for those of you who are there who got to experience it. We would love to hear more of your stories. We've gotten some testimonies already, and we've heard from lots of people that it was like not at all what they expected. <laughs> right. When, <laughs> In a good way. Yeah, but, yeah. I think my favorite um, person who came up at the end, she was like, I was dreading coming today. I thought it was going to be another just women's conference, kumbaya, whatever. Yeah. And y'all blew me away. <laughs> what did she, she said something like, you like hit me really, no, how did she put it? You I beat just, me up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, how do we beat her up? <laughs> she was like, no, in a good way. Like yeah. you, you, you challenged Spirit. me. Yeah, the Holy yeah. Spirit beat me up a little bit. I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah. I guess that's a good thing. Yeah. But yeah, so we had um, about 150 women at um, this church and, um, I think part of the reason it was such a beautiful day was because the pastor there, Father Piega, Mm. has been very intentional about praying into what this church is being called to. Mm -hmm. They're in a major expansion period. They've had 600 families join the parish in the last two years, Mm -hmm. at least. It's probably more than that. That's how many are registered. I bet it's closer to 900 to 1,000 at this point. You go to their 10 o'clock mass and there, I've never seen so many babies in my entire life. Oh, I love it. I love it. They're everywhere. Yeah. And it's like, by the time they become elementary school kids, that's Mm going to be a lot of elementary school kids. You know, I think that's a, that, that is a good litmus test. Yeah. The number of young families at a church because they see a future for their children there that they're willing to plant. Yeah. And these families that have come to this parish are all on fire. Mm -hmm. They're for sure. they're, They're like you know, the college ministry families who like, you know, they met at church and they've done their whole lives in ministry and now they're having children. And like, you sit and talk to these, these, um, young adults there and they're like, Oh yeah, I was a missionary here. And I was like, they're like all in hardcore kind of families, which is super fun. Like, it's just so neat to see a church fully alive. Um, and so that's kind of where this parish is and they're not just staying there either. They're like trying to go further. And so, um, the pastor has called for a year of discernment and prayer. And so they're like going deep and praying about where God's calling them to next so that they actually make sure they're building what God's called them to build because they're mm-hmm. definitely in a building phase. And, um, and so as part of that, he had Paul J. Kim come in and do an amazing men's conference a couple of weeks ago. And then he invited us to do the women's side of it. And it was just so great because there was a freedom there. Mm-hmm. It was like you guys, like he, his heart was in the same place as our hearts. And he just wanted to see the Holy spirit move in the lives of these women. Yeah. And he wanted to see deep encounter with Jesus and encounter with 
the community, like to build the community. And then he just kind of said, go for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do whatever the Lord and, tells you to do. And he's um, allowed that mentality <clears throat> in his heart to pour into his staff. So we yes. received that from his staff too. Totally. Incredible. I know. So. I always joke that like Father Piega is so amazing and like follow like he follows the Holy Spirit so well and he has such great ideas and big vision that like he and I could never work, be in the same parish together because I would be like father we should do this and he'd be like okay <laughs> and then like next week I'd say we should do this so it's probably a good thing that I'm not there full time but I just I love his heart I love to see the way that church is just like it's, it's just bursting with joy yeah um they have a, a, a mission for welcome and they welcome the people within their parish and the people outside of their parish are all about evangelization. Yeah. It's just super fun. So it was just and, a fun place. And to, to start off the, the weekend. So we went Friday morning to daily mass and yeah. then, um, and, and they told us this in the meeting, like a month prior, they're like, Oh, our Friday mass goers are awesome. We can just, you know, put it out there and they just are willing to serve. Yeah. We're like, we need so, volunteers to help us set up. And they're yeah. like, we got, we got so we volunteers. had to break down probably like 300 chairs or oh, something and it was a lot. put put out 20 tables with chairs and all this stuff. Um, and so, yeah, he said that at the end of the mass and then there was just this whole crew of people just willing to serve. And it wasn't even that all of them knew the vision. They were no. just like, Hey, let's go. And, and it goes back to like anything for the sake of the kingdom. Like yes. those little things matter. Um, yeah. and so th- they, we just had these beautiful people, willing hearts there to help set up. We met a woman named Denise, shout out to Denise, <laughs> who, um, is so good at floral arrangements. Yes, amazing. She blew us away. Um, and she just stayed there until, you know, we were done and she made those flower arrangements look beautiful. And they were so cool. It was we just had, incredible. Like, we'd bought a bunch of really cute, like, um, you know, fake flowers. And we were just going to put like, my vision was literally to put like one in each face. <laughs> It's a good thing I was not in charge of this. And then along comes Denise, and she makes it like all these different heights and dimensions. Right? And like, yeah. What the heck? Like yeah, it was amazing. Beautiful. So the Lord just like provided. But yeah, there was definitely a servant heartedness of them. Yeah. Like we didn't warn them that we needed to do this. They just yeah. Just and the same thing do. with breakdown. They just yes. like dove just in. It was done. Right in. Yeah, yeah, it, it was, was incredible. Fun. So shout out to the whole entire parish of St. Patrick's just for making us feel so welcome and. Um, having such beautiful servant hearts. Yeah. And we knew because of the hearts of these people that we could kind of push the boundaries a little more mm-hmm. than we normally do mm-hmm. in a good way, right? Like we felt like the Lord was calling us into something deeper. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also kind of just felt like there's no more fear. <laughs> like we're not going to be worried about like, how does someone receive this? Is this too much? Are we mm-hmm. too intense? Like, no, we're just going to go. Mm-hmm. And they received, it was almost like there was a hunger mm-hmm. for real depth and real meat. And I could see it like, so Kendra gave this first talk and we're hoping to share these with you guys. Um, we recorded them all. So if the audio is good, <laughs> you'll get to hear them. I don't know if the beginnings ones, did they do? I love, anyway, we'll oh, see. I, I think they did get your okay. beginning one. Cool. I loved your beginning one. So she opened up by just asking them to step out of their comfort zone and to be expectant that God would move in the day. And they sure did. Mm-hmm. Like they, it was like, yeah, uh-huh. The Lord's going to move for me, not just for somebody else. And that was something that God had put on my heart to share with them. And it was like, you could see that. Like we asked them to show up with expectancy and they did. Yeah. And they were ready for whatever God had to do. Um, and so then by the very first talk, I could see them like the Lord was moving in their lives already. Their hearts were being opened. We had our very first small group and we didn't know really how small group would go. You never really know. It's like, are people going to feel left out? Are they 
going to have anything to talk about? Is it going to be like awkward silence? <laughs> yeah. And they just went for it. Yeah. They were even asking us to, well, you know, we're not done. Let us finish. Yeah. But we had to shift to the next know, Kendra's thing. like, I really but, think yeah. they need more time. Like these yeah. women are really having deep conversation mm-hmm. and, um, and talking about like what the Lord had just done for them mm-hmm. during our little prayer time that we had before that. And my girls were really amazed because they saw their grandmother like mm. just really letting the Lord um, touch her heart. And they're like, we've never seen that before. Oh, I know, beautiful. isn't that sweet? Yes. Like, and it's the beginning of the day. Yes. He's already like reached her in such a beautiful way. Yeah, that's powerful. That was really cool. And then Megan gave a beautiful talk. I loved your talk. Um, just being so open and real of who Jesus is for her. Mm. And I think those personal stories, um, I think a lot of women, it had a beautiful balance of, um, creating this longing within within Mm. them, a healthy, good longing, not like a longing of jealousy, but a healthy, good longing, hunger. Yes. Um, to have that intimacy and you set it up so beautifully and saying like, this is what I have. And it doesn't mean you can't, I'm saying this so that, you know, you can't. This is what we're all right. Is available to all of us. So the Lord wants every single one of us, not just his, there's not just like a chosen few. And I think also it awakened them to see, Oh, that was God. Yeah. That wasn't me just putting words in my head and there, you know, like it really awakened them to how God has been moving in their lives, you know? Yeah. And then to further pursue that. Yeah. Because I, and I actually wrote this in my notes. I don't think I ever said it out loud. I think we miss like probably 80% of what God's doing. I really do. I think we just don't notice him. Mm -hmm. And so if we were to notice like 20 more percent. Like how powerful would that be in our lives? <laughs> We're yeah. probably never going to hear everything the Lord has for us. But even if we just notice a little bit more, right. it would be amazing. So yeah, I think that was like a moment where they were like, oh, yeah, he is speaking to me. Yeah. And they were, they're all in for it. Yeah. Yeah. What was your like favorite part of the day? Um, there were so many. <laughs> I loved seeing our kids there. I loved yeah. seeing, oh, it never okay. gets old, does it? 100% highlight. I think top notch was whenever I don't, I can't remember if it was right before we were starting, but all of the girls, your daughters, my daughters, and then there were some other girls there that were their friends. friends. They were over in the corner and they were praying. They were, Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. They were standing up in the corner. They had gathered everyone together and they were praying. Oh yeah. How sweet. I didn't see that. They took initiative and did that and they were prayed over the event. It was so beautiful. And then they too had their own little small group. They did. That, that was precious to me. Um, I, I, well, really like just blows me away every time is I think the first couple of times we invited them to a his beloved night it was like hey can you come volunteer Mm -hmm. and they are still volunteering like they're doing tons behind the scenes and it keeps the day moving because they know what they're supposed to do and they're really helpful but now they're like begging can we come please Mm -hmm. like they really want to go to college station with us yeah and like well well I have volleyball so I can't go okay (laughs) and then my mom yeah. Livy had her very first volleyball game in the middle of our retreat. And so <laughs> bless my mom's heart. So she didn't want to miss any of it though. So she yeah. drove out to, uh, to Hutto with us. My mom came and picked her up, took her to the volleyball game, brought her back. Cause she didn't want to miss like and any more than she had to. Very close to no, each other at like, all. They're like was, 45 minutes yes, away. Was, That's amazing. My, my sweet mom drove to Hutto three times on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. Bless her heart. But it was like, it just meant so much to the girls to be there. Yeah. And, and I think they knew we're not just going to support our moms. Like we're going to encounter Jesus too. Mm-hmm. And we want to be a part of whatever's happening here. Yeah. So yeah, yeah it was, it was really powerful for them. Yeah. Too. It's really sweet. What about you? 
my favorite or like what struck me the most was getting to pray with people. Mm-hmm. I was really cool. So Kendra and I are both healing prayer trained, but we don't, that's the first time we've ever prayed at one of our own events, mm-hmm. I think, or at least yeah. both of us. Yeah. Because we're always kind of having to do stuff, right? Like we don't ever have time to just sit down. And we really wanted there to be prayer teams, but we were only able to find like one person to come in and help us. And it turns out the Lord provided and we had a second trained person in the room that we didn't know about. And she hopped right in and helped. And then Kendra and I just kind of last minute were like, hey, let's be a prayer team together. And, um, and the reason we were able to do that is because Father Piega and James were pretty much running adoration and we weren't needed. And Father Piega, I didn't even get to hear it all because I ended up having to leave and I was praying. So I didn't hear everything, but the way he shepherded the women during adoration, so beautiful. I've never seen anything like it. Like it was so powerful. Um, he told us he feels like part of his calling during adoration is to, um, to pray and to ask the Lord what the women need to hear and then to be that voice for them mm-hmm. and to speak God's truth over them while they're um, praying. And it was gorgeous. And then, um, and he wanted to do a procession. And it was funny because as we're like preparing for this retreat, we're all three kind of praying separately on our own, but the Lord's putting the same things on our mm-hmm. hearts. Like Kendra and I both had the the feeling that we were supposed to talk about Elijah and then father Piega and I both had the feeling that we were supposed to do the, um, the woman, the hemorrhaging woman. Yeah. Yeah. Touching the hem of the veil or the hem of his garment. And so, um, I had just told that story, um, right before adoration and I didn't know that he was going to read the gospel (laughs) because I mean, I probably should have figured that out, but I didn't. (laughs) So I was like, Oh, he just read the same story that I just told. That's amazing. And then he gave this awesome homily and then he wanted to process around and invite the woman to touch um, what do you call that? Is it the humeral veil? Humeral veil. Okay. Yeah. To touch the veil and, um, oh my gosh, his robes were Beautiful. gorgeous. And the pictures of that moment with mm-hmm. him processing around the church and bringing Jesus to people. I've ugh, never seen anything like yeah. it. Like I just keep staring at the pictures. And at the time when he started to process, we were praying with someone. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Well, you can, you can tell more about yeah. it, but I don't know if you noticed that, um, as he started to process, it looked like he was going to go a different direction uh-huh. and then he stopped. Uh-huh. Oh, I was watching him. Started, okay. Yeah. Right, then you talk. Okay. You talk. <laughs> so that was so, so cool as we're praying with this woman and I don't even remember what we were praying, but I remember she was really struggling with like self-worth being loved, that kind of thing. Um, which honestly is a lot of people that we prayed with. Um, and, uh, Kendra was praying with her. Maybe it was before that. I had a vision and I can't even explain this vision because it doesn't, you know, like when you have a dream and your dream like doesn't make sense in the real world, but it makes sense in your brain. Uh-huh. And it's like, oh, I'm in my house, but it's actually somebody else's house or like it looks <laughs> nothing, like that was that kind of vision. Right. Uh-huh. So I had this vision of Jesus and it was like Jesus from a long time ago, but also current day Jesus and also Father Piega. <laughs> All three in one. That's amazing. And I know makes no sense. And, and he was holding her in the humeral veil. Oh, wow. Yeah. And this is before Father Piega has even like, I, I don't even know where he is at this point. Yeah. In the room. Like he's not processing at this point. And, and I haven't seen the humeral veil, like nothing. Like, I don't even know yeah. what that looks like. And, and I just felt like it was like the Lord saying like, I just want to hold you and love you. Mm-hmm. And it, and it was like in a modern, like a current now kind now. of setting. Like wow. it, it didn't look like an old timey veil. Like it looks right. like what it would be today. Um, like almost like I'm inviting you into being held right now. And so then Kendra starts praying with her 
And I have my eyes closed because I'm a terrible prayer and can't pray with my eyes open like I'm supposed to. <laughs> and the Lord said, open your eyes. And so I did. And he was like, look up. And I look up and Father Piega is now processing with this beautiful monstrance with Jesus. And he's staring right at us. And he's on the other side of the room. Like uh-huh. we are way over in the corner. Yeah. We are not near anybody. All the other women were like in the two middle pews. It would yeah. have made perfect sense for him to just come down the front, go down the middle pews, greet all those women, right? Mm-hmm. That's not what he did. <laughs> and he looks right at us and he says to me, tell her I'm coming. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. Um, he sent her around because he's coming. And sure enough, Father Piega processes Jesus like in the most awkward direction straight to us. That's amazing. It was amazing. And, and, and we knelt and we prayed and, and I just felt like the Lord was like coming for her heart. Mm-hmm. And afterwards I was talking to him and he, he's so, he's so fun. Cause he was like, Ooh, that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> like he was just as blown away by it as we were. Uh-huh. He was like, oh, I'm like, I should do this more often kind of thing. <laughs> and, um, and I was like, you came right to us after the Lord said you, you, you were coming. And he goes, I didn't do that. That was Jesus. He told me to go over there. He said, I was just wow. going where he told me to go. Wow. And he did. He like zigzagged across the room, like just to whoever. And uh, I was talking to our friends, Kelly and Lindsay, and they said the same thing. They said it felt like he just like beelined to them and stayed there Wow. for so long. Do you, have you seen the pictures of them? Yes. Um, so powerful. And, and the, yeah. the picture is so beautiful because like Kelly's closer to, um, to Father Piega and Lindsay's kind of over her back. And there's like this deep love between the two of them, but also like... Lindsay said she just never wanted to let go. She was oh like, I just God. can't let go. And so she, they said, zoom in on our hands. And they're like gripping it like there's no tomorrow. Wow. And it really, it's a beautiful picture. I'll post all these on Instagram so you can see it. And then Lindsay's husband said, so what y'all do to the lady next to you? The poor little old lady just knock her down. <laughs> and I was like, there's an old lady next to you? What are you talking about? And so we zoomed in. She's like prostrate wow. on the ground next to wow. Father Piega. I mean, it's like the coolest I didn't even know she was there. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> and Lindsay goes, the only reason I knew she was there is because we talked to her before adoration started, <laughs> but I didn't see her at all in that picture. But um, yeah, just like, I feel like every woman in the room probably has a story like that. Yeah. And we haven't gotten to hear them all. Right. You yeah. know? Yeah. A feeling like the Lord was just there for them. Wow. In that moment. It was cool. That is so cool. It, it was. And then I ended up having to leave because I had to go do some other stuff. So I didn't even get to see everything. Yeah. But I know. Yeah. The other thing I thought was really cool is our photographer um, is not Catholic, and she this is, I guess, her second event to come mm-hmm. to. And so we've kind of, like, explained to her what adoration is. She knows, and she's so, she's so good. Like, she's mm. so reverent um, for not really understanding. And it's so sweet to watch because she kind of showed up right before adoration, so I didn't really get a chance to talk to her. But I would see her, and she was following Father Piega with the monstrance, and so she got to see Wow. Every one of these women just like fall down at the knees of Jesus mm-hmm. on their knees in front of Jesus. And, um, and there was like this glow in her eyes of like, I don't really know what's happening here, but I know something powerful is taking place in this yeah. room. And I walked by her at one point when I was running off to do something back, back um, behind the scenes. And, um, and she goes, this is so cool. <laughs> I was like, Yeah. <laughs> It really is. Like, God bless her. I know. That's incredible. But yeah. isn't that or something like just powerful about like, yeah. I don't know why this is holy and set apart. Right. But I, I can feel that it's holy and set right, apart. Right, right. So, okay, total tangent really quick. You know, we're the in the year of the, are we in the second year of the Eucharistic Revival? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, well, there's a 
parish priest close to us who started doing processions to his oh, neighborhood. Goodness. And he stops like each month he does a procession through the neighborhood around the church. Different neighborhoods, different right? neighborhoods. And he, they, they like put a little altar up at parishioners front yard and they oh. pause there for adoration and then they keep going. And, you know, just seeing and knowing firsthand what happened on Saturday. And, yeah. um, I can't wait to hear the stories of the women from our retreat as well, yeah. but also like through the neighborhoods, like people who have no clue what is going yeah. on. They know like it is etched within our very depths of our being right. to long for God. Right. Yeah. And so there, it's going to ping something in them. Yeah. It will. Yeah. And there's such a beauty and a reverence mm -hmm. that like our world doesn't have for anything right. else. There's yeah. nothing and a piece of slowness. That. Yeah. Of, Whoa, okay. So this is some, something's happening here. Yeah. There's like nothing that sparks that type of mm -hmm. deep heart longing reverence. Mm -hmm. And then what we have in adoration. Yeah. And so I think that, you know, sparks people's attention. Like, Whoa, yeah. something's different over there. Like right. what is different about them? Right. Or about what they're doing. And you can't get a crowd. Like at our conference, yes. At a big Steubenville youth conference, yes. At a big family conference, yes. You can't get a crowd that big to just fall on their knees worshiping a gold oh, thing with gosh. a white thing in the middle. Yeah, nowhere else Heck would no. that happen. No, yeah. like it is Jesus. Yeah. It is Jesus. And that is testimony right there Yeah, of the true presence of him, of Jesus in the Eucharist. Yeah. Well, and, and without fail, anytime you ask somebody, it doesn't matter what age they are, mm -hmm. what was the most impactful part of the day? What was your favorite part of the day? They could be five years old. They could be... 15, you know, no matter how elderly. great the music is. Yeah. It's always adoration. Yeah. It is all, because we hunger for that type yeah. of encounter with the Lord. Mm -hmm. We, it's it, like you said, it's like etched in our very being. Like mm -hmm. We are made for intimacy. We are made to be Adam and Eve in the garden that know him so deeply that he comes and whispers to our hearts and we hear him and we walk with him mm -hmm. in the cool of the day. Like that's what we're made for. Yeah. And it's like that moment of adoration is the one glimpse of that reality. Yeah. Like instead of it being our 24 seven kind of reality, it's like we get it for just a glimpse here and there. Mm -hmm. And, and that was my last talk was, don't you want more than just this? Right. Like, if you encountered him today, don't you want to encounter him tomorrow Right. and the next day and the next day? And that encounter might look different, but staying open to right. he is speaking to you. Right. He wants to speak to you. And this is the Jesus we receive at mass. And this is the Jesus we receive at mass. I, right. I wish we could get to a place of, and I don't know how we get there. I really don't. I feel like we're still pretty far away, but I wish we could get to a place where the same reverence and the same mm -hmm. sparkle and wonder like that Jess felt in adoration, mm -hmm. people would feel at mass. Right. Well, I, f I think it's not like there's some, there is some ceremony happening with Eucharistic processions and some in the music and the, and the mood and, and yeah. that sort of thing. So that does stir, but like mass that has does those happen things too. Right. Um, but we don't, but I think what's going to, I think where that can take place is the translation of the people having that experience yeah. and then they go and they're not afraid to fall on their knees and yeah. ask if the Lord says fall on your knees. Right. Or they're not afraid. Like I was terrified to veil before the Eucharist. Like that yeah. is an act of reverence of our body posture, different things like that of kneeling to receive, which is not something that many people do. Yeah. That's a huge leap of faith that God put on your, your heart. And like yeah. Philomena started doing that. I was like, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm going to do this too. You know, yeah. like those, it's going to be those little ripple effects that matter, that, that matter. Well, and one of the things like the conversations I have in my own head and with my kids and stuff is like, if the Lord was on the altar 
and adoration. There's just things we don't do. Mm-hmm. And there's things we always do in reverence, right? Mm-hmm. Like you would always be on your knees. You would mm-hmm. always be 100% eyes focused on him. My heart is yours, Lord, mm-hmm. right? Like that's what we mm-hmm. like, like that's what our physical bodies look like in adoration is we're not walking around the back of the church. We're not going to the bathroom. We're not, you know, right. all these kind of things. We, I, my family, I'm not saying everybody <laughs> has not translated that to mass, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And the Lord is still on the altar at mass. right? Yeah. And, and so I don't know how we invite people into a deeper reverence and understanding of what is happening in the mass, Mm -hmm. because I would love one day for our churches to be so in tune with the Lord and what's happening on the altar that if just the photographer walked in, she would say, Whoa, Mm. what's happening. Oh, I love that. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Do you see how that's different? Yeah, for sure. Because we were so reverent. Right. Because the, the, the music and the beauty and all that's there, Mm -hmm. but it's, our reaction to our it posture. that's not there right right yeah you know what I mean and I'm yeah. speaking to myself because we went to mass yeah. right after um the retreat and I was exhausted yeah and so I, I felt so bad because I had just given this whole talk about like be all in for mass blah 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 and then I'm like falling asleep in the back of the church <laughs> and I was like I, and I'm wearing this bright green outfit and I was like I don't blend like if anybody right, from the right. retreat saw me they'd be like well she's a big fat liar but it was honestly just that my body was so it's yeah. like I had sat down for the first time in 10 hours and mm-hmm. I was just like <gasps> there's and, an emotional exhaustion yes too, emotional and, yeah, yeah yeah there was a lot of like let down mm-hmm. but I don't know I mean I, I just and, and even if it's not for a full hour, right? Like even if we, you know, pinpoint certain moments in the mass where mm-hmm. we're like, I'm going to be as focused as I could possibly mm-hmm. be in this moment. I'm going to speak to the heart of the Lord the same way I would in adoration. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show up expectant at every single mass. Yes, that he wants yes, to speak yes. to me like he does in adoration. Right. What a difference our church would look like right. as a whole. Like yeah. that is the Eucharistic revival, right? Mm-hmm. It's like understanding mm-hmm. the power that happens in the mass. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, I'm all about adoration as part of Eucharistic revival. I think that's great, but it has to revive our mass experience. Yeah. It has to, that has to be where it leads to. Right. Right. I don't know. I don't know what the answer to that is. No. I don't know either. I think there is a pivotal moment within the mass of knowing when mm-hmm. it becomes Jesus. Right. Right. And I think, that little posture of honoring that with our bodies mm-hmm. can awaken like, okay, let's, he's, he's here. You know what? Does yeah. that make sense? Oh, I think so. Too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think that's a really good place for us to start, especially like Maybe if you sharing have young with our kids. Children. Yeah. Like, listen to this. It's yeah. going to happen. Yeah, like coming, the priest laying, laying his yeah. hands over the gifts, you know, it's happening. Yeah. He's here. Yeah. And it's, and it's way before he holds up the Eucharist and he holds up the precious yeah. blood. It's way before that. Yeah, he's so. he's calling down the Holy Spirit and yeah. and even in all like all the readings are it, it's almost like this whole like train towards what is to mm-hmm. come, like this journey. Mm-hmm. Like those those things aren't fluff. That is part of mm-hmm. preparing our hearts and our minds in yeah. order to have this encounter, right? Yeah. So allowing all of that to touch our hearts too, you know, right. hearing the scriptures letting the Lord speak to you through the, the pastor, writing things down, right. you know, hearing, hearing from God. I mean, that's right. That's when I hear from him a lot is during that time of the mass. Yeah. But then there's days that I'm like super distracted and hear nothing. Yeah. So, but you know, you know, we, that's okay. Yeah. It's you not, know, we're not talking about like, perfection. We're talking right. about, and, yeah. and, and because you don't hear anything doesn't mean it's not perfect either. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just knowing he's there and he's moving and he's yeah. not going anywhere. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he desires you. Yeah. And he's happy you're here. Mm-hmm. And even if it feels chaotic in the back with kids, like he's, mm-hmm. there's still some deep, um, holy things that take place there too. Mm-hmm. You know, like some of my most beautiful encounters at mass, I felt like were when I was like standing in the bathroom because I had a kid that wouldn't be quiet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he like meets it, you there. Yeah. yeah. He does. We spent, um, when we homeschooled, we as a family would go to daily mass on a more regular basis. Um, but our daily mass years were in the cry room. <laughs> yeah. That's where we camped out. We had to, that's just where it was. But Jesus was fully present there. Oh yeah. And he it was, was chaotic. Less present there. You know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so he's in every moment. He's precious. Yeah. Um, shift a little bit. Mm-hmm. Should we talk about the end, what we did and how fun it was? <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> so that was one of my highlights, but I didn't want to go there yet. Um, yes, so it was a highlight. I was talking to my very dear friend, Miss Martha, and she was about to leave. And I was like, hold up, Martha. Uh-uh, you are not <laughs> leaving because we are going to go dance. So Megan had this brilliant idea of doing a silent disco at the end. And it was so much fun. And Saturday was her birthday. So oh, yeah, she, birthday. she got to spend her birthday um, evangelizing, talking about Jesus, you know, being in the presence of incredible women. Yeah. All my favorite dancing. people in the world. Yeah. And we danced. <laughs> and dancing. Well, it was so fun. Yeah, it was so fun. I got the idea because my daughter had gone to two different, um, youth ministry things over the summer where they had silent disco. Mm-hmm. And, the, and I pre- I, first I used to think, I don't get it. Like, why yeah. would you all be in this room? And it's like quiet and you're listening to your own thing. Like that doesn't make any sense to me. Right. But then she explained it. So like the way the silent disco works is, you have these big headphones and on the side of them, they have a light so that you can see colors and the color changes. So there's three different stations and I got to make the playlist, which is which like, you did a fabulous it's job. like my dream come true. It was right. like, I'm going to make everybody listen to the songs I want to listen to. <laughs> but then I also had to think about like our age range is pretty wide. It's pretty wide. Yeah. We have teenagers to like great grandmothers. I mean, yeah. like there's women on walkers and I was, was like, awesome. is this going to not go well? <laughs> I just don't know. <laughs> so I tried to like mix, you know, songs of different ages and stuff like that. And so we had three different lists. So one of them was called girl jams. And so it was like Taylor Swift and, you know, uh, call me maybe like songs uh-huh. like that, that girls just like to sing out loud. And then one of them was dance songs. And so it was like line dances. And, um, I even put in some like Christian dance songs, but I don't think anybody ever heard those. <laughs> and then the third one was, um, belted out songs. So it was mm-hmm. like songs that you would just sing at the top of your lungs. So that Sweet one, I care. Yeah. Did that bum, one play? Bum, bum. I don't know if that ever played. I don't know if that ever played. What I realized, though, is it takes a whole lot of songs to fill an hour. Uh So they didn't all play. Oh, um, yeah. Or at least we didn't hear them all. I don't know. Anyways, um, so what's fun about it, though, is you get to pick what station you're on. And you can see what station people are on by the light that's on the side of their headphone. And so what will happen is, like, you'll look over to the other side of the room, and people are, like, having a ball, singing their heart out. And you're like, well, I want to know what they're singing. You have FOMO. I had the worst FOMO. (laughs) I spent the whole time just, like, clicking back and forth. I'm like, I'm not missing out on a single song. Well, and then, this is, like, typical Megan, too. You run it all on iPad, so you don't really need a DJ. It does its own thing. But, of course, I can't do that. So the whole time I kept going over there and, like, clicking different songs. (laughs) I'm like, I want to hear this song. I want to hear, like, I, just, I didn't just like live in yeah. the moment, but we also didn't have a lot of time either. Right. And so yeah. I was trying to like get our, the most bang for our buck. But, um, it was funny though, because I was like, I, that was the thing I was the most nervous about Yeah. of the whole retreat Yeah. because you know, it cost money. And I was like, did I just waste money? <laughs> was this the dumbest idea I've literally ever had in my yeah. life? Like is anybody, so we had it like in this little side room, not in, you know, in the church space. And, um, I was like, is anybody even going to come in that room? Is it just going to be the girls, yeah. like our teenagers in there dancing? Cause they were real excited. Yeah, they were. <laughs> 
so when I announced it at the end of the um the day the front row like the whole church was all these young adults and yeah. they all screamed they like, lost their mind <laughs> and then behind them were the looks on people's faces of like straight Terror. up confusion well even my friend Elizabeth who's young she was she was so confused she thought we had one headphone and no one else could hear what was gonna happen I was like no 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 you all get your own headphones <laughs> I know her friends had to like pull her in there and then she ended up having a ball yeah. like she had so yeah. much fun she even messaged me and said we're gonna do this with our youth ministry oh that's so, so fun. fun yeah so yeah. yeah it was a blast and so with Martha she was about to book it out the door and I was like oh no we're gonna go dance and so she got her headphones on I got mine on and we started dancing and th- there's just fun is important fun is good fun play is important, is important. play yeah. is good dancing is good. And it was, it was fun. Like I can just see like weight lift and, and just letting go. And then towards the end of, um, after dancing, I guess some, um, women had stayed in the church to help break stuff down and visit a little bit, but two women came up to me to say goodbye. And, um, and they were a bit wiser. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. That's what they say there. Sweet women. Um, but they came to say bye and I was like, y'all got to try this. You'll get headphones on. Y'all got to dance with me before you go. Um, and they did and they had a blast. It was was just so so sweet. It was so sweet. It was fun. It was super fun. At one point, um, we were doing the church clap, which is like this really fun, Mm. uh, kind of rap music line dance that all the exercise young. Yeah. You have to like top around. Like (laughs) it's hard. Like afterwards I'm like really tired that all the young youth ministries have been doing all summer long. It's super fun. And so I'm trying to get everybody like church clap with me. Right. And I look over and I guess on one of the other stations was the Cupid shuffle. So we're like one direction is church clapping. And then the people that like have no idea what we're doing over there are doing like the old people Cupid shuffle. Yeah. (laughs) And then we're like running into each other. It was like the best thing ever. I know. And I had snagged a little baby to hold. And so I'm dancing with a baby and I was like, I can't church clap right now. So I'm going to Cupid shuffle. And then the baby like almost fell asleep. It's so funny. Well, Kendra brings this baby into the dance room and I'm like, it's going to be so loud. It's going to hurt the baby's ears. And I'm like, wait a second. There's no sound. There's, like, there's no sound. literally no sound. It's the perfect yeah. place for a baby to sleep. It was so cute. But what's funny is if you watch the videos of us dancing, we are having the time of our lives, right? But all it sounds like is just people yelling and singing <laughs> so terribly. Like the videos are so bad. I had to put music over it because it's just like, because <laughs> you can't hear yourself. Like right. it sounds great in my right. head, screaming my right. head off. So yeah, they're, it's so very funny. Good. If you don't have headphones on, like every time yeah. people would walk in the room, they would be like, what is That's happening so in here? Funny. And people are singing different songs too, yeah. which yeah. is really fun. That's so funny. It was good. Cool. It was, but yeah, play it matters. Fun. Like mm-hmm. we have always, since we, our very first, um, his beloved, maybe, I guess maybe the second one, we've always ended with something fun Mm -hmm. because after we've had this like deep encounter and we've gone to this place of vulnerability and then the Lord has just poured his love, there's like this joy that radiates out of people yeah. and they need to have something to do with it. Right. Right. And whether that's eat ice cream and talk to your friends or, you know, have a dance party, like we got to do something to, and I think that was the most fun. Like, I think so too. We may never go back. It may be like, (laughs) Every retreat we ever do from now on, it's like if the, we have the time. Right. That was so fun. It was so fun. It was really great. Yeah. Um, so I've been saving a little story for what God, what God is doing in your heart. Mm. Are we kind of towards that time? Yeah, sure. Because um, I don't know if we're going to do that. But yeah. Because um, we've kind of been sharing our hearts. But okay. So this going from the dance to something a little deeper. Um, okay. So for me, I'm just going to kind of bear my heart here. Um, at summer camp over the summer, Chris and I were like, let's, 
let's figure out what everyone's love languages are. Mm. And then we didn't. Oh. <laughs> and then we went to mass like early August and the Lord put it on my heart again to learn everyone's love languages. In your just, family, right? Your in kids? my family. Yeah. Just to help with parenting. And, you know, Chris and I did it at the beginning of our marriage and I'm starting to see like, okay, maybe they've changed a little bit over time. And so I was curious. So as far as we've gotten in that chore, I've only done mine. Oh, okay. Well, hey. <laughs> okay. Progress. Right. So, um, I did mine and mine have shifted mm-hmm. and my, my primary love language is words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been struggling with it so much because I don't like that it's words of affirmation hmm, because I've why? been praying the, the humility prayer since like the uh, beginning of August, maybe July. And it's been hard because it's like, Lord, why do I need this form of affirmation? Like, why is this, you know what I mean? Like hmm. how those two just have been butting heads. Um, so after, okay. So then we have this conference and the Lord really, was stretching me big time as far as out of my comfort zone. Um, You did so beautifully with that too. I was so proud of you. (laughs) Thank you. Um, It was really, I I like to have an outline and I like to be type A. The Lord was like, nope, I'm not giving it to you. I'm not giving it to you. But when she has spoken before with an outline and she walks away from the podium, like physically moves herself away from the paper, that's when the Holy Spirit speaks and you Mm. just go. And it's amazing. It's like the best, the best time of your teaching and your speaking is when you're away from the outline. Thank you. Well, after my second talk, like every, the enemy just, oh, he does that attacked so hard mm-hmm. and specifically pinpointing my desire and my need for affirmation. Mm. And it was like this torment within me. Um, so much so that when we were praying with people, yeah. like we prayed with two people and I was like, Megan, I just, I don't know what I, I don't know what I said. I was like, I just have a weight over me. I just, yeah. I'm being attacked. And so Megan just like grabbed my hands and looked at my eyes and was like, we're going to pray together. And, um, and I felt a little better after that, but I still felt this like haze, um, so much so that, like until the very end got home, I was kind of, you know, decompressing with Philomena and she was sharing kind of what God did in her heart. And we were all alone in our living room and she was like, mom, are you okay? I was like, yeah, I'm good. And she was like, there's just, there's a cloud over you. And I was like, yeah, I feel it. And she could pick up on it. I really think she has some giftings of spiritual sensitivity. Um, And she was like, I was going to go base Stella right then. She was like, I'll go base Stella. Why don't you spend time with Jesus? And I was like, actually, Philomena, will you pray over me? Mm. And, And she was like, yeah. And she stepped into it. And she was like, I don't know how to pray for you. She, we, I've equipped her and she's wanted to learn how to do healing prayer, um, physical healing prayer. And so she's equipped with that and she is not afraid to do that. It's really cool. Um, but she just entered in and called on the Holy spirit and prayed for me in the most beautiful way and like told it to leave. Mm. And I, it was gone. That's awesome. It was so powerful. That's so good. So powerful. And I say that because, did um, you do a cleansing prayer that day? I did it that night. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot. Well, actually, actually it was yesterday that I forgot to do it. Well, so I probably didn't do it at all was, on Saturday. And, and the chaos you talked about that we're going to go home to, yeah, there was chaos in my house. Yeah. It was, it's it a was, real thing. It was intense um, with many different children. Um, but I say that because um, just parents be encouraged and Philomena's kind of been, her, her little battle cry anthem has been from First Timothy, like, don't tell me you're, I'm too young, mm. you know, and she's walking in that and it's really beautiful. 
um, just to empower our, our kids. Like they're not too young. They're not too young. They're not too young to be put out there and say, Hey, you lead the prayer this time. Yeah. Will you pray for me? Like, yeah, it was very powerful. That was very, very powerful. Very powerful. What a gift that they're already learning how to step into all of this. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, I'm still wrestling with the, I talked with Chris about it with the, um, love language and that sort of thing. And, and he was able to kind of open my eyes to like, that's, that's something that the Lord has, yes. has grown within you and it's not bad. It's, and, and this has helped me to shift my mentality yeah. of number one, the, um, the power of looking for approval Mm-hmm. vertically not horizontally right right as number one yeah um and then i forget what the other one was <laughs> yeah well there's a difference between receiving affirmations that are sent to you by the holy spirit mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and seeking approval of the people around you mm-hmm. those are two different things so receiving affirmations is a beautiful thing and in fact if you don't receive affirmations that's being yeah. prideful right right like if someone were if you were to go to someone and um because this is like our new favorite thing to do <laughs> and have a word from the Lord that was an affirmation for them mm-hmm. and they didn't receive it from you right. or they felt like it was, you know, they were a b- bad person or they were sinful for receiving that. Like that would hurt, right? Like, right. Because the Lord has given you this beautiful thing to give to them. Mm-hmm. So it's a gift from God to receive an affirmation from someone else. Mm-hmm. So that in and of itself, like can't be sinful or wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you are seeking approval and right. I can't do this unless you think I'm good at it, right. that's where things could get a little twisted. Right. 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 So I think those are two different things that maybe you're kind of like muddying mm-hmm. together. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like separating those back out. Right. Yeah. I think matters because yeah, yeah, we don't, we don't need to seek approval and judgment from others in order to right. do what God's called us to do. Right. So it all, it all goes back to where in the discernment process is the Lord leading you. Right. And staying close to his heart and intimacy so that you don't get tripped up by somebody else. Right. But stay focused on what he's calling you yeah. to. Does that make yeah. sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also think it's really good for you to share that story of that attack that you received after you spoke. Because in our last episode, we talked with um, Ryan O'Hara mm-hmm. and we kind of mentioned that at, it happened to me all the time. My yeah. beginning, it even happened to me a little bit yesterday after we did a prayer session. Um, it's just like the devil comes in and second guesses everything you said. Right. Why did you say it this way? Well, they're going to think this and da, 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 da. And all yeah. of that goes back to seeking approval, right? Like right. it becomes, did I mess up something? Am I wrong? Right. And the Lord, just, I mean, the devil just like t- pokes at that. Right. And, and I do think cleansing prayer really helps. And I, I think having too. Philomena pray over percent. you really helps. Yeah. Um, But I also think it's like, it can happen to anybody. It's not just the speakers that get that kind of, right? Like if you go to a retreat like Saturday and you left there feeling so on fire and then you went home on Sunday and you felt like you'd been run over by a bus, Mm -hmm. that's normal. I wish it wasn't. I know. I wish it wasn't normal. And we actually just had a friend who went to um, World Youth Day and had a beautiful time at World Youth Day. And when he got back, it hit him like serious spiritual just desolation. Mm. Um, and I, I don't know how he's doing now. It was really hard. And so I, I think anytime you have this beautiful moment with the Lord, the devil's going to try to come back. Mm-hmm. And so I think we just have to continue to stay, like not let that take us down. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because, and just, you know, like what was it St. John Vianney said? Like, oh, 
It's oh. just, it's just, you know, the yeah. devil, it's just the devil again. I love that. Just yeah, ignore he him. was in the kitchen hearing someone's confession because he heard confessions all the time, nonstop, maybe like slept hours five straight. hours. Yeah. Um, and he brought some guy in like, here, come, let me hear your confession while I make him a lunch. <laughs> and like crazy stuff started happening in the kitchen, like stuff flying off the walls, whatever. And he, and the, and the dude was like visibly scared and St. John Vigani was like, keep going. It's just the devil. Just ignore him. Just, just ignore keep going. Him. Yeah. So just keep sticking to like, yeah. remind yourself of the truth that you heard on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Remind yourself of, or whenever you've had this experience, enough to be mm-hmm. Saturday. remind yourself of what God spoke to you. Mm-hmm. Those are real. Those are true. The rest of this is lies yeah. and they don't matter. In the name of Jesus, I renounce the lie and you just renounce whatever mm-hmm. is coming your way. And even, you don't even have to say that whole prayer. Just say Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Cause in the name yeah. of Jesus, the devil has to flee. Amen. He can't, he can't be there. It's, it's against how the world works in the name yeah. of Jesus. The devil has to flee. So if you can't think of a full prayer, just, just keep repeating Jesus. Say the Hail Marys. Just do whatever you can to keep your mind focused on what is good and yeah. ignore the devil. Don't, yeah. don't, you don't have to receive his gunk that he's throwing your way. Right. And I'd have to say also one more tidbit is that the more, so whenever I took that love languages quiz, um, I was really battling it internally in that moment a lot which might yeah um like weeks leading up like yeah it had been something that I was so like bitter about that I needed I was like why do I need words of affirmation I'm really Mm. you know trying to invite the Lord in to um to to break my desire for approval and and those sorts of things you know you've read the litany of humility so powerful so beautiful um but the more that I've talked about it, so yeah, then I gave the talk and then just complete attack and then Mina prayed over me and then I talked with Chris about it. And like the more that I'm talking about it, even here now with you, like the less it has a hold and yeah. light is coming into the darkness. Yeah. So the more you talk about it, the less the room the devil has to hold mm-hmm. on to it and mm-hmm. talk about it in good holy ways, right? Yeah. Not like yeah. complain. And, and like, don't throw your pearls to swine, like really talk about it with people that'll receive it and yeah. you know, can give you spur you on good yeah. Like I think there's also something to be said there too, like just in terms of discerning this is maybe the Lord was inviting you into a place to be able to heal that. Mm. And if you don't notice it and you don't see it, then you can't bring it to him right, in prayer. Right, right? right. So maybe he was saying like, Hey, yeah. this is a place I want to go with you yeah. because I want to be your words of affirmation. Yeah. You know, true. Let, let me love you in that. See place. everybody talk about it with people that'll receive it <laughs> and that'll give you Holy Spirit led advice. Yeah. <laughs> so true. Yeah. Well, yeah. I just think that's his heart for you. Right. It's like, yeah. it's always, how can I draw you closer to myself mm-hmm. and how can I make you more fully alive, more fully the person you were meant to be? Mm-hmm. And it's not to shame you or guilt you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I would just assume that there's probably some of that in there too. Yep. There so. sure is. In the name of Jesus, I renounce the spirit of shame. Mm. Yeah. And guilt. Command it to the foot of the cross. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Um, I don't know what God's doing in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, if anybody was there on Saturday or maybe has even seen me in the last couple of weeks, um, there's definitely a spiritual intensity in me that I haven't had in a while. And even Kelly said it yesterday. She was like, you were different on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> and Kelly knows me pretty well on a spiritual level. She mm-hmm. was like, there is just something different about you. Um, yeah. And it's, it's an interesting thing to navigate because yeah. I don't quite fit into the rest of the world anymore. There's mm-hmm. like, going to cry. I often think about like Esther or like people um, like 
I don't know, St. Catherine of Siena, like these people who have this like strong calling on their heart and that the rest of the world doesn't really seem to understand it. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes it's like, well, I'm only going to tell you part of what's on my heart because the rest of it's a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, Saturday was the first time that I felt like I could just really go there. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what the Lord is asking me to do is to just like, uh, you know, we had this podcast with Ryan O'Hara and he talks about you better preach. And mm-hmm. I, he said to me about a year ago, the Lord did like, anytime I give you an audience, I expect you yeah. to preach like you are going to go there. And this is who it's, we're not just standing up there talking about, you know, the catechism, like we're preaching and it's going to lead people back to what the catechism has to say. And it's going to lead people back to what the faith is, but like it's time for revival. And I feel that so deeply in my bones that I can't, yeah, can't even, um, I don't know. I don't even know how to navigate it sometimes. Mm-hmm. So the very end, I, I hope we get to share these episodes because, or these talks, because they're really cool. But the very last talk of the day, I, uh, oh, one thing that was super cool about the whole day, this was fun. I had multiple people tell me this, is that we just followed the Holy Spirit. Oh, we God. had, we had a, um, like a timeline or mm-hmm. whatever, and it was pretty tight too. It we did not give ourselves much space, we did not. Um, which we don't like to do. That's not our, our favorite thing to do at a retreat. Um, and we got way off on our timeline. Like the lunch came super early. We went long on different things. And so we finally, around about 1130 throughout the timeline, we were like, yeah, yeah we're done with that. Yeah. <laughs> we just trashed it. <laughs> and from there on out, we just went with whatever the Holy Spirit told us to do. And this is really funny because I, um, we had already switched things around and I had planned to give one last talk before adoration Mm -hmm. and I had named it, let's go. And the Lord had downloaded like in my brain, exactly what he wanted me to say. And I wrote it all. It was very cool. And so I knew I was supposed to say those words. And I also knew that he wanted me to tell the story of the hemorrhaging woman. Yeah. But I thought that was all one talk. And I kept going, it's kind of weird to like do the final, like sending forth talk before adoration. Like that didn't make sense to my brain. But here I am. That's what we had on the schedule. I don't know why I never changed it. And so we're like, we're kind of praying through like, all right, Lord, what do you want next for us? And I'm walking over to the sound booth to tell our daughters what to put on the screen. And as I'm walking, he changes everything. He's like, wait, hold on. We're not doing it that way. (laughs) And so I'm walking and I'm like hearing from the Lord as I'm walking. And he's like, no, here's what I want you to do. When you get up there, I don't want you to tell that story. I want you to save everything else for after adoration. And so I walk over to the girls and... (laughs) Remember like when Esther would just like power down uh-huh. and we'd be like, oh, she's talking to the Lord. Okay, we'll, we'll just wait. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, yeah. We'll wait till she comes back and talk to us again. And so that's what I was doing. I was like looking at them, but I like bent down on the ground and I was like, uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We can do that. <laughs> like having a full conversation with no one. <laughs> and they're staring so at me much. like I have lost my mind. It was hysterical. <laughs> I was like, hold on. The Lord's telling me how do we, how do I, okay, I got it. And so, um, so I explained all that to them. So then I get up and I give this last talk and I knew he wanted me to do like a sending forth talk. But what came out of my mouth was so much more intense than anything I'd ever thought I would say. It was uh, awesome. (laughs) And I started preaching and preaching and preaching. And there were people in the back who were like, hallelujah, amen, like clapping their hands. (laughs) It was like we were at a Baptist revival. It was amazing. And, but, but I was talking about revival and coming alive and being fully alive as Catholics and following our faith and da, 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 da. And I don't know. Yeah. I think that moment right there was what I'll hold on to for a long time of like this Mm -hmm. church is ready for this Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we are hungry for more Mm -hmm. and the lord is ready yeah he is ready for us to say yes to what he has for us Mm -hmm. we don't have to wait any longer we don't have to 
be meek and mild and sit still and quiet and not pursue the Lord. Like we, yeah. there's so much more that he wants for our lives and for our hearts and for this church. Mm-hmm. And, and again, never, ever, ever mistake anything I'm saying. I don't want to change the church in any way. Yeah. yeah I want to restore yeah. it to its full glory. Yep. I want it to be the church that Jesus created. And, and by that, I think you mean our Fully posture alive. of yeah. waking yeah. up, our posture of yeah. reverence, of love, yeah. of the mass should be the most beautiful thing that ever happened to the history of this world. Right. And our heart should be so open to the Lord. Yeah. I, I, and the I power think of the sacraments, all the yes, things. And yeah. the power of the sacraments yeah. and, all and the things. It, it needs to be the city on the hill. Like yep. that's what the Catholic church should be. And so, Amen. yeah. Yeah. So anyways, that was really fun. So yeah. I just feel like the Lord is like, I'm now I'm like, well, where do we go from here? God, I don't know. He'll show us. He'll show us whatever the next right thing is. Brian, Texas. Oh yeah. We're going to Brian. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to blow, like we're going to surprise go. those women. <laughs> It'll be fun. <laughs> we're a lot to handle now y'all yeah, so it's gonna be a, yeah. it's gonna be a surprise but yeah so we if, you, if you're listening to this going i want to be a part of something like that come to brian texas yep um october 7th mm-hmm. is that right i think so yeah and yeah. then i'm also going to be in mckinney on november 4th too so yeah those are both mom's retreats yeah so yeah. we'd love to have you yeah so um if you're listening to this podcast and like oh they sound a little different. <laughs> Do we sound better? I hope. Okay. It's not fully better because you should probably be the one to all stuff. say all these wonderful things because you wrestle with all the sound. Yeah. But technology. we have new mics. We do have new mics. Like the fancy yes. kind that you see on all the video podcasts. Yes. <laughs> because our other mics were no, no good. And Megan, God bless you. You, she I'm talking to you and them at the same time. Um, <laughs> she wrestles with the sound and the Everything like cutting out weird noises and blending the two tracks together, all this stuff that I know I would never be able to do. Um, so first of all, thank you for all that you mm-hmm. do and have done for this podcast. Um, but she's also a busy mom mm-hmm. and she's also, you know, has a trail before her that the Lord has laid out that um, she's rocking and rolling on. And it's time for us to say, OK, guys, we need some help. Yeah. Um, so, and it causes me a lot of stress too, Yeah. for being real honest. Like uh, we recorded two amazing episodes lately and then I went back and listened to them and they didn't sound good. Yeah. And that breaks my heart. I'm like, you, we worked like the Lord is speaking and I want people to hear it. And so then I sit there and stress for days about how I'm going to make it better Yeah. when I really don't know what I'm doing. And I'm just guessing, (laughs) guessing about everything y'all. I don't have any training whatsoever. But, 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 but I've learned a lot. Go back and listen to our first episode and then listen to the first of the season. Like it's come a very long way and Megan has done incredible things. If you would have heard the Ryan O'Hara episode before I messed with the sound, (laughs) it was way better. Yeah. But I just feel like somebody who actually knows what they're doing. Yeah. So for the longest time we've been debating whether or not to like ask for monthly donations and things like that, because we just, we don't want this ministry to be anything, um, about money. Like we are not in this for money at all. Um, this is a desire and a call and a mission on our hearts that no matter what happens, like we're moving forward with. Um, but with that, we know that God will provide. And so he has provision like you wouldn't believe. Um, he's provided these podcast mics for us. Um, and so our next, thing to reach out for help on, like I said, is just podcast editing, regular podcast editing, um, to pay someone to be able to do that. And, um, yeah. So if you hear this and there's just a little stirring on your heart, um, pray into how the Lord is asking you to help join us on this mission, um, to be a part of this mission 
um, by being a, a monthly financial donor. Yeah. And we also could do one-time donations too. Either Absolutely. one are great. Um, yeah. and, and no, no amount like 99 cents a month <laughs> would be great. A hundred dollars a month, $5 a month, $2 a month, whatever you feel called to a right. hundred bucks would probably be a lot, but Hey, yeah. if you feel called to that, that'd be great. But we just, we feel like the Lord has given us a mission and it's a strong mission y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and sometimes, okay, I'm going to be real vulnerable for a second. Sometimes I look at our podcast and I think, oh, there's lots of podcasts. Who cares? Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, no, 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 no. Like there's something different that the Lord is using us for, that a message that he wants us to share that is unlike what we're hearing in the rest of the Catholic world sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it matters. I really believe it matters. I really believe that the Lord will use this podcast. We'll use our live events. We'll use our speaking ministry as a way to convert hearts. And so... We would love for you to help with that mission. Yeah. Like if it, if you have been impacted by this ministry um, or you feel like it would continue to impact others, please consider helping us. Yeah. So it's so hard for us to ask that. It is. <laughs> it's oh, taken us three yucky. years to be able to say those but words. We're so grateful. Yeah. And so thankful. It feels less yucky now than less. it did like a year ago. Now, yeah. now I feel more like, yeah. no, this is, this yeah. is what we need in order to continue That's to do right. what God's called us to. Yeah. Um, so yeah. That, that feels better. Yeah. And we've been talking about a lot about jumping off the wire and trying new right, things. Right, that's and true. This is our jumping off the wire moment yeah. for the podcast. So yeah. anyways, all right. So we're really hoping the next couple of weeks you will get to hear different talks from um, Draw Near. So let's hope yeah. that happens. But we also have some fantastic guests lined up too. Right. So And we'll put in our show notes also our Give Butter yeah. link. Yeah, Give Butter. Well. It's like a weird name, but whatever. You can do one-time donations or recurrent donations. And we are a 501c3, and so they will automatically send you the receipts yeah. so that you can turn them in for your taxes. Yeah. All right. Cool. Thanks, for, well, thanks, Megan. Yeah, it was fun. I like just talking with you. I know. We talked for like an hour before we even started recording, too, <laughs> about all the things. <laughs> it's good. It is. We like having, so. having talk time. All right. Well, thanks, guys, and we will see you next week. Next time. Bye. Bye. Right, guys thank you so much for joining us this week every chance we get to meet with you and talk about jesus just brings so much joy to our hearts i pray i pray that the revival is coming and i pray that the revival is coming through you did you know that you're part of this i pray that every single day you grow more in love with jesus you hear his voice more you follow him more and i pray that this podcast is helping you a little bit along that way if you are liking what you're hearing we would love for you to share it with a friend we would love for you to make a review on your podcast app apple spotify whatever podcast app you use and we would love for you to follow us on instagram facebook and uh, email us if you ever have any questions or you just want to share what god did in your heart today during the episode see you next week